Hey Roses, you found the best podcast out today. Welcome to the April Rose Speaking Podcast, where you're going to find you have the opportunity to level up and live at the highest level of your life. Stay tuned and make sure you're following me on all social media outlets, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at April Rose Speaking. Thank you, listeners. Enjoy. Hey, Roses, it's April Rose. I want to thank you again for following me um, on this podcast on the Anchor app. You can also check me out on iTunes. Make sure you subscribe. I'm also on Spotify, Google Play, and all platforms that you can hear podcasts on specifically. Today is a special podcast because it's with my dear friend, Hyrule Vanasco, who is from South America, more specifically Colombia, but he um, is a friend of mine from my former life in Indiana, up north. And uh, we had a really, really great interaction while we were working together up north. Um, We kind of barter and trade, traded our services And it was a really, really, really good experience. And I'll expound on that in this podcast. However, I just want to describe to you this person because he and his personality and what he does as a business and his backstory is the very reason why I started April World Speaking Podcast. Um, Because essentially you pay for the person. You like a person. You like what they have to offer. They seem ethical, um, and then you pay for their service. And with Hyrule, you're pleasantly surprised because I want to describe him in this way. When you were younger, and if you ever played with Jack in the Box, and that's the toy that makes the noise in the songs, and you're like turning that handle, you know, and you don't know when it's going to pop out, but when it does, like that thrill it gives you. That is how unassuming Jairo Venasco is. He's very humble. Um, he doesn't over-explain himself. Um, but like I said in this podcast, he under-promises and definitely over-delivers because when you get your product, it's full of color, it's full of life, and it definitely reflects your personality. He just gets it. So thank you, Jairo, for being the person that you are and continue to be the person that you are because you're leading by example. Thank you, Hyro. Roses, enjoy this podcast. We only have a week left together. Um, one more podcast after this. And then it's on to bigger and better things. Um, I really enjoyed this journey with April Rose Speaking Podcast. Make sure that you tag while you're listening to this specific podcast. Tag me, April Rose Speaking on Instagram. Uh, show it in your stories. Let other people know that this podcast exists Um, and I will talk to you next time. Love you, roses. Bye. Hey, roses. If you're hearing my voice, it must be Wednesday noon central standard time. And it's that time for another podcast. Today, I have a special friend, um, that will be interviewing today. He is someone that I've known, I will probably say in my former life. Of course, everyone knows that I relocated from Indiana to New Orleans. And this was a good friend that I worked and did business with in Indiana. He is the CEO of Right Tactic. You 
can find him at righttactic.com. And he actually does a lot of branding work, videos, logos, and so much more. I cannot wait to introduce you to my friend, Hyro Vanasco. Hyro, did I pronounce your last name right? Perfect. Thank you oh, so much. Yes. Good. <laughs> you yes. got it. Great. This is Hyro Vanasco. How are you doing today, Hyro? Yes, well, I, I, I'm, I'm well as, as much as you can say uh, due to the current situation, but staying home, staying safe with my family and working from home. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad you guys are doing well. Um, what's the weather like up in Indiana right now? Well, right now it's kind of dampy. We're in that transition between uh, the winter and the spring. Um, it's been... It's been crazy. I don't know if uh, many of uh, of the your audience has be, has the opportunity to be in Indiana, but it's crazy weather. They sometimes say that you can experience like the four seasons on a single day. So, <laughs> yeah. so you can imagine. Right now, it's kind of uh, we're in uh, in the 40s uh, right now, so it's kind of a little bit uh, overcast day, a little bit cold. Okay. Good. All right. Well, I do. I do remember that weather. And it was one of the reasons why I relocated to New Orleans. And then I got (laughs) into this total confused state because it doesn't have like four seasons here. So when fall would come, I would be confused. Like, okay, this is usually the time I get my coats, hats and gloves out, but I don't necessarily have to do that anymore. So, right. Yes, I remember it quite well. So I want to get started into the podcast and just to get the listeners warmed up about you and everything, could you explain what you do um, and what services you offer at Right Tactic? Well, it, it is uh, quite uh, um, not complex, but it's not easy sometimes to explain. And the reason of that is because I've, I've been working in in with multimedia for um, probably around 20 years since I graduated from from college the first time, and and I have been always I have been always trying to work on multimedia, uh, but that is a very open field. So uh, I work. Uh, my specialty is video production, and and then I also have a degree in graphic design and multimedia production. So that means that I work with video, with photography, with graphic design and web design. Uh, and Right Tactic, what it does is basically offers uh, all those kind of a creative, uh, like development of content with marketing purposes. So we are, some people call us like a marketing agency, but I will say it is a media marketing agency. Media marketing agency. Okay. Yes. All right. So how did you get started in this? How did you know that you had a niche for working into multimedia? Well, that's a long story that I will try to not make too long. Um, I, I am originally from Colombia and I went to college down there. Um, that's in South America. And I went for a program called Com- Social Communication, which is very broad. In Colombia, if you want to be a journalist, you go for social communication. If you want to work in communications, inside a company you go for social communication if you want to be in human resources you go for social communication it is kind of an open theoretical uh, uh career on fun uh, is funded on communication how how communication works in different ways and then you specialize in something in a specific in my case it was video production um 
And when I graduated, I started working with media and that led me to find a job in Indiana, uh, working for a magazine. Uh, and then I moved here and then I, it was a Hispanic magazine back then, I didn't speak English. Uh, but very quickly I realized that I, for me to be successful in the United States, I needed to learn the language and just play by the rules here. So I learned not only English, but I also went back to school and got an, another uh, bachelor degree in, uh, in multimedia production. So I can just not work with video, but work with other things like graphic design, photography and, and, and web. Uh, so uh, that's how I got in, the, in, in, in that business after I graduated in, in 2011 for that second bachelor degree. I started working in marketing and using all those multimedia um, uh, abilities to actually work for marketing purposes, like, like trying to be a part of a marketing team. And, and then, uh, in, uh, then I started a, my, uh, my master's in visual communication design. So actually I could apply more specifically all those uh, multimedia skills into something specific, which in this case is marketing. And, and then in 2015, I decided to just open my own business because I was kind of a, having more business outside my job, uh, like having businesses that I met the owners in networking, they were actually calling me to ask me for help on developing content for their businesses. So I was making more money and having more more work outside my nine to five than, than actually uh, will allow me to create my own company. That's how Right Tactic came to, came to exist. Perfect. I think you explained that very well. So who are some of your clients? Like who do you service the most? Um, I, I would say that what I do is very open, so it's, it doesn't require a specific kind of customer. Uh, because of the people that I know in the community and networking, I have, I have a, a lot of businesses in the health industry and the restaurant industry, which doesn't have anything to do one with the other, but it's just the people that I know. Um, I have restaurants, I have dentists, I have a clinic. Um, and I also have like a dog trainer. Uh, I have a, uh, um, a beauty school. Um, I have uh, other agencies that that hire my agency when they are overflown. Like I have a couple of clients in San Francisco, um, and I have businesses in Colombia, and I have um, and I have businesses in Spain as well. So because of people that I know. And, and, and the fact that I can work from any place in the world that allows me to actually be very open and have, have businesses all over the place. Um, but, but yeah, that's what I have the most, I would say, is the health industry and restaurants. Okay. And you're such a humble guy. I remember we were having a conversation in my office and you like just said that you like had an appointment that evening with the Pacers. Uh, and I was like, excuse me? And you're like, I actually do their video. And I was like, my mouth dropped open. Like, you really do their video? Are you still working with them, with the Pacers, the basketball team? Well, indirectly, uh, I, I, I don't right now have any open open um, um, projects with them. Um, but but this is, they, they're not directly my clients because they are, those are, my, my, my agency right now is small and normally, it's not that I cannot can, cannot have access to those kind of clients, 
but the way that that you get access to those kind of clients is it is it, you can work for them but in an indirect way so for example with the, in the specific case with the pacers they they're not my clients directly uh they're they they hire an agency uh that is a local big agency here in indianapolis uh and this agency works in a very unique way they don't have their own people uh on their staff they what they do is they connect those big clients with smaller clients which are like, like which in, in which right tactic is one of those so uh let's say for example the pacer said like we need a series of videos for uh for to just to put on the big screens during the games or on social media or anything they need and they hire this agency and this agency says well we have hyro that hyro is very good at doing this kind of videos and then they we we do the project through that agency so that's the way that i work with the pacers and and thanks to that uh agency work i have worked with the pacers i have worked with belden which is the the uh, the company that makes the electronic uh components for nasa um and i i have worked with uh schneider electric that is a company that um that is a worldwide electric company uh and electric supplies so i have i i have had the opportunity to work with these huge clients um that don't hire me directly but they hire me through an agency that knows my work and can just put it out there so uh the reason i i, I say this is because i think that if somebody's listening and and you're starting this business and you say and you think that you see your work so when, when you do uh any kind of work um i think it's important that you you know how good you are to know how far you can get and i'm not trying to say that you should limit if you don't think that but most of the people is very autocritical about what they do right. uh i i i i don't say it in that way it's like if you don't feel that you're good enough then you shouldn't try i'm not saying that i'm i'm saying that you you have to train yourself to see how good you are because that's going to take you even further and then you have to be creative because if you don't know anybody in the pacers for example here or in the city where you are if you're in and in 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 um if you want to work like just to use this example like if you want to work for the NFL or or NBA team of the city where you live you probably don't have access directly to them but then you have access to other uh, agencies or other other people or other companies that do that do business with them and then um through them you can actually get access to that kind of work um and and that's how i did it so i it 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 was it, it is a good way is very well paid and um um and it give me the opportunity to have more visibility they are not my clients directly but they know about me like in this in the in the case of the pacers for example for a couple of projects they don't know me but they specifically requested this agency to hire me because they had seen a previous work that i had done and they wanted the same kind of work so it gives you visibility and it gives you more opportunities absolutely and um as you were explaining a, a couple things popped in my head number one uh i remember us and it's just a funny fact that i i think about when i think of you but you were like april i remember the exact moment that i could speak english in my dreams <laughs> you remember you had that conversation with me you were like i remember the yeah. moment in my head when i was able so i always think of fond stories uh of of that when i think of you and i'm saying that to say 
not only do you when you are working with someone and it's like for business um, but when I think of maybe referring people, I always think about their personality as well. First, I, you know, you think about the caliber of their work, but it's also the way they make you feel as you work with them, right? That's right, yeah. So when me and you work together, I always felt a sense of calm and that you were an expert in your field and that you were able to direct me in the vision and in the direction that I needed to go. So that's why I'm trying to get you in front of my audience as well, because I know that you're well-versed in what you do. And um, when you created my logo, I'm very simple. I'm a simple person. Um, and I think you kind of picked up on that a little bit with some of my feedback, but oh my gosh, I just love my logo. Like I can sit here and think about it today and how I was just like, that's exactly how I want the world to view like my product. So um, those couple of things popped up in my head, but you know, when we worked together in the past, when I was in Indiana, we kind of bartered our services. I was doing consulting on the side, um, and you were doing your business. And I was like, Hiro, you need to finish your website. Cause you were showing me bits and pieces of your website. And I was just floored at your work. And you were like, uh, uh, I'll get to it. I have clients I need to get to. Um, but in that time, when you think about me and you working together, do you remember any of the tips that I gave you as far as your business and what you needed to do to like expand it or make it better? Do you remember anything? Absolutely. And I think that was the basics of, uh, of what I, what I have right now. Um, you have, a, the, 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 you have been actually saying things about myself, my personality, my work that, that it seemed like disconnected, but they are not, they're, they're very connected. Um, like for example, when you say like like I I I, I make you feel calm and easy, I'm easy an easy person to work, and I think that's a that's a projection of what my job is. The, the way that I see myself when people ask me what do you do, and sometimes it's hard for me to explain because I, I can very easily say I do videos, I do graphic design, I do photography, and I do web, um, but but. In my mind, I, that's not what I do. What I do is I communicate. I try to get complex ideas and makes makes make it my, my job. And I, what I what I try to be is 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 a master of taking complex information and present it in in an easy way so people can understand. And I think that my personality reflects that. So I try I I, I don't try to like you said, like, you know, I, I've already said it, my English is not my first language, so I don't even try to speak, speak with a bit complex worlds and complex, complex ideas. I try to make it easy. And and not only because of, of that, it's because of my job is that, it's, it's just to communicate. Um, and as far as what I what I remember for what, what you told me, it's, that's the basics of what I have right now. So you told me just to get organized, to have a business plan, uh, to have a north and to have an idea and to have a roadmap, uh, and and that basically is is a, is a recipe for success. So if you follow what you do and you're good at what you do, uh, you can get a, a, everything. So now let me be clear on something here. I I am I don't think that I am a motivator. I, I try to motivate the people that is around me, but I don't think of myself like a motivator because I, <laughs> I, I in fact my friend sometimes says that I'm negative. I don't think that I'm negative, um, but I just don't believe in, in some things that motivators said all the time. Mm -hmm. So what, what you told me is true. If you follow a roadmap, if you have a business plan, if you have objectives, if you organize yourself, you will be successful, but that's not free. So most of people say, if you declare this, you're going to get it. 
if you visualize your dreams, you're gonna get them. That's not true. Because if you don't work, <laughs> it doesn't matter if you visualize something. If you're not good, if you don't study, if you don't practice, right. uh, if you don't train yourself in whatever you do, you're not gonna get good. If you're not good, you're not gonna be outstanding over uh, over the competition. Because, like right now, if you see your, if you have Facebook, if you have Instagram, you will see your 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 platforms plagued with everybody right now does marketing. It's like half of the world right now they they do they do marketing. So everybody does that. So I, I'm in a very competitive field. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I don't I don't think that I am the best of the world, but I think that I'm very decent at everything that I do. And every single time that I have in contact with clients, 99% of the time they're really pleased with what I do. Yes. And I think that the that, that what that makes is not that I visualize my dreams or I I declare that I want to do that or I or I have a very good roadmap plan. That helps because. I train every single day. The first thing that I do every single morning when I start working is trying to learn something new. Look out there, what is going on in the industry, who's doing the best and how they do it. And I try to get that good. Uh, I am that good. I don't think that I am. Not, not because I have low self-esteem or anything like that. It's because I know how good the good people is. Right. And I, and I think I can get there, but I'm not there yet. So I think that you have to be balanced between having, uh, being autocritical uh, and, and knowing your, 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 your opportunities, but at the same time seeing how good you are and how you can get there. So I, 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 for me, I even think that if you think, some people said like, you have to visualize that you're the best. I don't believe in that because I'm not, I'm not the best. <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't think I'm bad either. And I think I could be the best, but I need to do something. And doing that is what takes you there. Mm -hmm. um, so, so, so it's a balance of both things. But I, but I think the, the basics that you gave me is one, I, I would say it's 50% of that. Mm -hmm. And the other 50% is just working for it, working hard and do, going at it and, and, and working and training and well, seeing sports. If, if you see the best uh, athletes of every single sport, is the ones that are, they, they, they weren't born with that. Right. Uh, some people can argue that, but they, if they don't train, they're not that good. So if you see like, like in the NBA, if you see the stories of those kids, they will spend hours and hours and hours since they were kids just going at the, at the, at the basketball court and doing hoops and running and training and doing like that. It takes, it takes time, it takes work. But honestly, what you're saying as far as how you try to simplify things and that you were learning English and so you didn't try to over explain things. I mean, it might be the secret sauce to your business and who you are and your brand because a lot of people overcomplicate things. They want to talk over. Oh, yeah. You know? So when I when what you do and what I think your specialty is, it's almost like you under promise, but you over deliver. Honestly, like you don't, you know, you, you say what you do, you give examples of what you do. But when I get that product, it's like, or when I see the final product, I'm like always floored with your work. Like you show me those pictures at the restaurant um, and I saw the videos on your, on your website. And I'm like, this guy is very, very good, but I understand your concept as well. Like 
you know, the more you know, sometimes you figure out it, the more you don't know. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm here, but I really want to be here, but it's, it's, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. So I kind of understand that concept, but you're very, very good as far as what you do and the service you provide. But not only that, the cherry on top is that you have a very good personality um, and with you in that experience of business. Yes. Thank you. So um, let's say that there's a young Hyrule walking around, you know, um, me and you, we're both minorities. And um, they're thinking about getting into this business. What is like the you would probably like pull them to the side and say to encourage them? Um, well, I, I, I think that this the, the, the reason I live in the United States and the reason I, uh, I, I, I like living here and, and there is a lot of disadvantages for being a minority, but I never focus on that. So it's like uh, I have like a lot of I am Latino and 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 I see a lot of Latino uh, complaining about like discrimination and stuff. I know there is discrimination. I, I'm not saying that that there isn't. Uh, but I don't focus on that. I don't focus on limitations. I focus on opportunities. Um, I, I, um, I was I was talking to a friend the other day and says like you don't know how many people has been uh, racist to me and and discriminated me because I have an accent or because I'm speaking in Spanish in a place, and 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 I don't see it that way. Uh, and and they would get kind of upset at me because I said like well you probably haven't experienced that, and I have. <laughs> I remember that I'm gonna tell you a short story. The first, I, I, the first job that I had here in the United States when I came in was just working at this magazine that I mm-hmm. told you a moment ago. And then the magazine was in Spanish, so I was not learning English. And I wanted to learn English, so I quit that job and I started working for a place that back then was called the Helpline, um, and right now it's called Connect to Help. Is when you dial two one one to get social services if you need food or shelter or you're in a domestic violence situation. I was on the phones there and the reason I got the job is because they were looking for somebody who will speak Spanish to get the Spanish um, um, calls. And I, I, I started, I, when I got that job, it was really funny because that, that when I got the first interview, the lady who made the interview, she speaks Spanish, she was from Mexico. and. And the second interview was with the with the director of the, the of the office, and she didn't speak any Spanish. And I was in a 45-minute interview with this lady. She didn't speak Spanish. I didn't speak English. And after the 45 minutes, she said, "You wow. got the job." I and 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 then I got the job, and then I learned English in the process. Uh, and and then I, when I quit that job. I went to talk to the director and says like, do you remember two years ago when I got your interview, um, she's, you, you told me that I got the job after an interview and I want to be honest with you, I didn't understand every single, anything that you told me on that interview. And because of that, I'm pretty sure that you didn't, st- you didn't understand anything that I told you because it was not a communication successful. You were talking to me, I was not understanding, I was responding. I don't know, God know what I was saying, and and you didn't understand because I was not being responding to your questions because I didn't get them. And I said, and she she said something to me that I will never forget. She says like, I didn't give you the job because I understood the questions. I don't even remember what those questions were, and those questions were totally irrelevant. But I saw your attitude, and you were so eager Aww. to get that job. 
that I that I that that you told me with your attitude that there was no way that you weren't trying to do your best every single day that you were working for the agency, and I did, and I and I, and I did, and I not only did my job well, I learned English in the process. Yeah. Uh, it, it was really funny working there because I was working with a team of people that were very generous with me with their time and with their efforts. Uh, the first thing I remember, my first day, I said, everybody with a broken English, I don't speak English. If you will help me, I will learn. And everybody in that office took like a personal project to teach me English. And at the end of the two years that I worked there, I was not only speaking English, but I was good enough that I went to college and I got into college and nobody ever actually told me to take an English class because my English was really good. And I know I have an accent and right. I will always have an accent. But I, but I, I think I com I can communicate in English 100% because I understand everybody and most of the people mm -hmm. understands me. And in that process, and the reason I'm telling you, you have to close this story, is in that process, many people I remember when it wasn't that fun will answer. I will answer the phone. Thank you for calling. Connect to help. How can I help you? And they will tell to me the first thing they will say is, can I talk to somebody who speaks English? And I'm and I was like, I'm speaking English, and they will say, No, you're not. Uh, I want to talk to somebody from this country. And coming back to what I was saying before, uh, some people says like, uh, yeah, that, that's some, that you, that's people, that people is rude, that people is racist, that people is really bad. And I remember that I never saw it that way. And I, I always, I, I always try to step on their toes and, and, and says like, they don't know better. They, they've been, they've been, they, they, they've been used to grow up thinking that everybody mm -hmm. who's not like them mm -hmm. is an enemy. <clears throat> and I uh, and I and I was uh, I, I, that didn't offend me because I was thinking and what what's coming their way. Uh, I, I I gotta be honest, nobody ever was aggressive with me because I I I don't know what I will done and I and I know that many people experience that kind of discrimination, which is physically or verbally <laughs> aggressive to them. And I know that's a totally different ballgame. Uh, but but in my case. I, I will joke about it and I will try to test them to try to make them think about what they're saying. And I remember people who says like, I don't want to talk to no from anybody from Mexico. <laughs> and they will say that, which is incredibly right. racist and rude. And I will say it's like, a, I, I, that's good because I'm not from Mexico. And they will, they, and they will ask me and I will made up a country and they will believe it because I know if you're ignorant enough to think that everybody who speaks Spanish is from Mexico, you're not, you don't even know what countries are in the world and I will made up a country and I will tell them that countries in North America and then they will just be like they will actually I would say like a, I, I am from uh, Jairistan and they will they were like what where is that I will say it's like here in North America we are part of the United States and they were like oh oh okay I'm sorry and they will just 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 their, their racism didn't have any arguments and I, I knew I was joking and I was dead serious telling those thoughts and I and and, and then they know, they didn't know I was I was joking but they will not be able to attack me anymore and then and once again I, I I know I'm not trying to say that there is no racism or that that there are not racist implications and situations that are are, are the same like this because there is really in, in everywhere uh, there's people that are really rude and really dangerous in the way they, they they attack other people but that's the way that i will deal with the ones that attack me um and i 
the, the, the bottom line of this story is basically that I, I, I try not to right. focus on that. Uh, I try just to see on the opportunity. So if you're a minority and, and, and you want to start something, don't focus on what can go wrong. See the opportunities that this country gives you because with everything that is broken with our society, with communities, or with government, or any place where you move, there is there are opportunities and you are human and you have human rights and this country is great for that. So I take advantage of all that. Uh, for every racist people, the person that you find, there's 10 that are not racist. Uh, and, and, and I just focus on those. I just move along. I try not to bother uh by but those thoughts and and i, I just focus on yes exactly so you have a very very optimistic attitude that's number one that i got from that story that you stay optimistic um and i always think of it as people who say that that i you know i they they can hear your um, accent or they want to speak to somebody that was from this country and i would even say these people that are coming to our country and they're contributing to our country, how about if it was flipped and we went to their country? We would sound the, the, you know, the exact same way to their people from their homelands. You guys actually know more than one language. Most Americans, they don't know another yeah. language, right? So I didn't even, I don't ever understand yeah. that mm-hmm. concept at all. It's like, okay, but if you go to their country, you're gonna sound the exact same way. So I don't even understand the concept. But yeah. that story that you told about the interviewer is so touching because that helps people and individuals understand that you have to keep going because there are people out there that's rooting for you based on just who you are as a person. It has nothing to do with where you came from, what yeah. skin color you are. They can see that you're optimistic and that you have this emotional intelligence and, and vigor that you want to learn. So people do hire individuals that portray that. So I really love that you shared that story. Uh, But I mean, it's getting close to the end of the podcast and I just want to give you an opportunity to shout out like your social media platforms and your website, because I'm sure there's going to be some roses out there. That's what I call my listeners, my roses, Um, some roses out there who's going to want to contact you. So how can people get in contact with you for your work? Uh, well, I think that the easiest way is to, uh, to go to my website is Right Tactic. Um, I, I try to be very consistent, so you can find me on Facebook under Right Tactic. Um, and my, my, my website is righttactic.com. Um, and those are the two platforms that I use the most. I also have an Instagram account that is called Right Tactic. And, uh, um, and a YouTube channel, which is also called Right Tactic. So, um, so as long as you remember that is the right tactic, and then you will Good. be right. <laughs> I love that. Well, I definitely um, want to thank you for your time because I know that time is like the most expensive thing on earth. You can't get your time back. So I want to thank you for sharing your time with me, uh, Hiro. Thank you for having me. Yes, I, I look forward really to fun. maybe uh, working with you again. I, You know, I'm kind of still building uh, my business while I'm down here in New Orleans. So I look forward to maybe interacting with you some more. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Thank you. And thank you, Roses, for taking the time to listen to April World Speaking. Make sure that you're listening to me um, on iTunes. If you can do me a favor today and go out and subscribe to iTunes, review and share. And also remember that I am on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn under April World Speaking. I want to thank you for your time and you have a great day. I love you, Roses. Bye.